Welcome to MCSO Behind the Badge, an inside look at the Monroe County Sheriff's Office in Rochester, New York, under the leadership of Sheriff Todd Baxter. We're gonna talk about what drives us, our leadership culture, our police work, and share some stories of the great deputies and civilian staff that work with us. We're gonna talk with interesting guests, and we're gonna invite you to engage in the conversation or just sit back, relax, and listen in. Now let's get in pursuit of today's show. Welcome back, friends. Episode number 85 of Behind the Badge here at the Monroe County Sheriff's Office. My name is Todd Baxter. I'm the Sheriff of Monroe County. A great uh, great area to live in, great place to work. Uh, population about 750,000 people. If you're not familiar with uh, the area, Rochester, New York is the center. And uh, we just love policing this neighborhood, this town, and, and, and the corrections and, and our court bureau uh, that secures the courthouses in Monroe County. And one of my guest hosts today is... Deputy Tisdale from the Court Bureau. How you doing, Tis? Hey, Sheriff. How are you? I'm glad to be here today. Another day doing it here, doing it on the podcast. And, you know, one thing I want to say before we start. Yep. Sir, why are we dating ourselves? We're the only ones out here wearing uh, glasses. Yeah. You said that. And I looked at you start the program. <laughs> I looked at you. didn't have glasses on two seconds. Ago. I look over and there's glasses. Like, I was going to hit on That's funny you brought that up. Way to cover yourself. You know, bring it up yourself. <laughs> But the, are those just readers? Oh, yeah, that's all they are, readers. Sir. Yeah, no, they yeah. look very good, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you're going with. That's that $4 that's could buy. That's what We're going to stick with that, just readers only. So you and the undersheriff have something in common. He's always dropping a pair of readers, got readers all around. So this week we're chatting with a couple of new chiefs of the uh, Monroe County Law Enforcement Command, if you will, uh, Chief Barnes from the Fairport PD. Matt, you've been on the program before, I believe, right? Yep, we came on uh, here last year and discussed a couple things. Came on with our past chief, uh, Sam Farina. So That's awesome. appreciate the invite back. And uh, Chief Rob Long from the Gates Police Department. Rob, how are you? Great. Thanks for having me here today. Good. It's it's just great to uh, introduce new chiefs, if you will. You guys are known in the community, in particular the Towns U Police, because you've been there for a long time. But uh, now taking the helm of those organizations. And want to dive a little today into some leadership, but also your philosophy has taken over. Because uh, I'm always trying to learn, you know, from other leaders too. So, uh, but before we do that, just a little bit about yourself. So introduce yourself if if no one knows. Rob, how about you first? I know Barnes just delegated to you. Sure. Yeah, I, I appreciate the delegation there. No so I'll, I'll no kick problem. it off for you. Junior chief delegate. No, I like it. <laughs> Junior chief. <laughs> he was actually volunteered the other day to uh, bring coffee to an event he wasn't at. So I don't know how that happened, but you didn't get our coffee either. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm Robert Long. I'm uh, the chief here in Gates. Uh, I started back in. I, I would say the last week of January, uh, Chief Van Bredero left for retirement and uh, on to future endeavors that yeah. he has going on. So uh, I knew it was coming. I was preparing, but it's one of those things that you never prepare for. Right. You know, that day he walks out and you're like, okay, I got the who home. do I answer right. my questions to now? Right. He always had the answer. Um, so now that was the guy that everyone was coming to. But um, I started with Gates in uh, June of 2006. Um, prior to that, I worked with... Uh, well, you weren't there, but yeah. I worked for the sheriff's office back a lot uh, of people starting did. in 2002. Yeah. A lot of part-timers. Uh, part-time, yeah. did the boats, marine unit, um, parks unit, uh, found my way into the STAR, and that's where I spent about three years. I loved DWIs. being in the STAR, the yeah. DWI unit. Uh, the best part about that was being able to go to a fairport, East Rochester. I went all over, all the, over county. the county. Yeah. I met so many people, so many great police officers. I uh, met a lot of you guys in the city. Right. Um, you know, that's where I met Z and uh, yeah. some of these guys that were big uh, DWI guys, uh, the Weeches that you yeah. know, have all retired. But, now a part-time you know, deputy with the sheriff's now office. Now a part-time yeah. deputy, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. some of these people that, uh, you know, paved their way, and that's how I got my job in Gates. I met the, the Gates crew and was a Gates boy myself, so, right. you know, 
kind of kept working at it and spending a lot of time out that way. Well, it's good to watch you grow through your uh, your career and also see you with stars now and, and your colors. That's pretty cool. Yeah, thanks. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. All those push-ups we did in the academy paid off finally. Yeah, the push-ups then and uh, the running. <laughs> and yeah. the running. So. <laughs> Speaking of running, yeah. Chief Burns. Yes, sir. <laughs> I know, I know is, you're uh, one of your fortes is to run. Yeah, that's right. My yeah. name is Matt Barnes. Uh, I'm lucky enough to work with the Fairport Police Department and uh, recently uh, took over from uh, Sam Farina, who retired and went to the school security job for Fairport Central Schools. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. Well, that's it. The guys who live about in you, you ever serve in the military or anything like yeah. that? You got a beautiful wife. Uh, you Matt know, I'll set really. you up for the right answers. You just keep. Oh, this is going to be so enjoyable. This podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not a whole lot to me. Um, been there for a little bit, so uh, I, I literally am very, very happy and very fortunate to yeah. uh, you know get tapped to uh, for that position in the department. So. Very, yeah, very blessed. You, you both followed two uh, two great leaders, very profound leaders, and uh, and I know you absorbed as much as you can. You, and that's what you do. You, you take what you like, and you don't have to take it all. You then create your own your own culture and your own environment. But uh, you both were blessed to have you know good mentors, I guess, if you will, for uh, for development into these yeah, positions. Absolutely. And hopefully, they're both like phone a friend type thing. You can dial the phone number and say, "Why did you oh, do this it, six it months is. ago?" You know. <laughs> yeah. When the best part is when the two of us call each other. We're like, hey, buddy, uh, what do you got going on? And, oh, that's so helpful. We'll yeah. get into that. Yep, that's yeah. great. Well, let me ask you guys, how, how's it go from being in the previous positions you were before, now you're into the position to where you're the true leaders, you know, of of where you are? So how, how do you deal with that? You, you know, for, for me, it was uh, in small-town policing. Uh, Gates, obviously, small-town, even smaller in Fairport. So he's, he, I know we got to probably have the same relationship here. Um with Chief Jim around, I kind of ran a lot of the day-to-day -day operation already as the road patrol lieutenant right? Um, as part of his command staff. And then Lieutenant Sapienza, between the two of us, we kind of did everything with him. So he, he didn't just take leadership of the department and never cut anybody in. You know, when it came to budgeting, he brought us in. This is how you do a budget. When it came to hiring, he's like, this is how you interview. This is how you hire. That's very good. And he trained us and he showed us and he brought us in and allowed us to be part of his team um and you know the, the sheriff was saying you you learn from your leader so that's what i'm doing now too with the new staff that we have is bringing them in because that's how i learned that seamless day when he called me at 11 o'clock in the morning and said hey i'm uh, i'm leaving for the day i was like all right and he goes and i'm not coming back and i was like okay <laughs> so when that happened it was seamless for me because i knew how to jump in and sign uh, purchase orders. I knew where the budget was. I knew how to find all that. And it was a testament to him as, a, as his character. You know, he wasn't the guy. He wasn't Gates PD. It was all of us. And, you know, that, that helped out. And it, it helped me be where I am now in the seamless transition. Yeah, there's always going to be bumps in the road. Um, oh, of course. And those are the bumps that I call, you know, Barnes or, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I use Chief Mears a lot because yeah. he's my neighbor right in Ogden. So it, it's easy. Hey, Mearsy, I'm going to meet you on uh, Manitoba Road. I got to talk to you really quick. And you go and you figure it out and, and you work as a team. And well, that's the funny part about our job. You know, so I ascended from, you know, patrol officer in Rochester all the way through sheriff, which is an absolute blessing. But there's no there's no formal training for this. There's no, no. you know, you go through a basic leadership school, three week leadership school when you get your chevrons as a sergeant. Yeah. And uh, and then the rest is on your own. And if you don't mentor, you don't guide the people below you uh, or you don't develop yourself, you know, you're going to have a very difficult time putting on those stars. They, they might be. Very cool to put on and shiny objects, but uh, you own the ship now, and, and people expect you to be able to do a purchase request. People expect you to go out for three bids. People right. expect you to know HR rules and what you could do with someone that's injured on duty, off duty. 
uh, and all these things. And it's, it's not easy. It's uh, but I think the best thing, chief, you mentioned, and, and we have such a great relationship here in Monroe County is uh, I joked earlier about phone a friend, you know, there's no one in Monroe County that has all the answers. And there's no way that when we put our seven, eight, nine heads together, we can't solve the world's problems. Really. I mean, it's a great uh, brain trust of people that we, you can call upon any time. Yeah. I was going to throw that in there. The, the, the chiefs in, you know, your participation and under sheriff's participation in the, the chief's association when we get together for breakfasts yeah. or we get together and at an event it's always hey by the way uh barnsey you, you checked out this uh, new firearm so we're, right. we're talking about switching from 45 caliber to nine millimeter because i guess that's the new the move new movement but it's easier for me to ask a fellow chief or somebody and they're like right. hey this is what we found this is some of the hurdles this is what you're going to need this is who you contact and then boom my work's literally done for me most of the time when, sure. with some of these issues so yeah, um, absolutely. absolutely. It works out for me. Sergeant Barnes, so Fairport PD, how big is it? So we got 10 uh, full-time guys. Oh. We got six uh, civilian employees. And how many people did you have in town this last weekend? Uh, nail days. <laughs> Close to a couple hundred thousand. So and, and big and event. One right. of the how larger mass what's your What's your ratio there? I didn't even do the math, but that's, <laughs> yeah. and that's, that's you know, the, the phone a friend thing. Yeah, yeah I phone a couple say, of friends, including you, Sheriff. You know, you're, you get hundreds of thousands of people yeah. walking in your town, which is a great festival town, by the way. I'm very jealous we don't have anything in the west side. <laughs> Gates, let's go, man. <laughs> yeah. Spence Ward, Mirrors, let's go. Hey, you get but, the fire uh, parade tonight. Yeah. Or tomorrow. We, uh, but that's the collaboration that, that you don't see other places, you know, and we're going to brag a little bit of Monroe County. You don't see this collaboration down the thruway in either direction sometimes. Uh, you know, you called state police. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Right? And like you said, you know, the, the agencies in Monroe County, I think we do work well together. We always yeah. have, you know, whether it's law enforcement council, but we definitely phoned a friend. I think I phoned you about seven minutes into my tenure, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, said, hey, how about this? And I don't think either one of us knew the answer, but we went to legal and, and, and we found knew, out, right? Yeah, that's key. We know who yeah. has the answer. Or we're going to go get someone that yeah, can develop right. the answer, right? That's so key. You know, so, Sarge, you give it, or excuse me, uh, Chief Long, how long's it been? You've uh, you've had him on for what six months now? Those stars, yeah, right. Yeah, Chief well, Barnes, about a month, month and a half. Yeah, about a month. About yeah. a month. Yep. So lonely at the top. Yeah, hey, I'll answer I, that. I was going to yeah. ask you that because, and just piggybacking off you, sir. I was going to. How do you go from that that night? You get whatever you get appointed, then you start your position. You wake up in the morning, and you realize, I'm the man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the main guy. You know what I mean? So. How, how does that equate to you? You know what I mean? So I, I think it starts long before that. That's just my view. I right. think it starts, you know, obviously when you become a cop and then you make rank and stuff like that, I don't think I'm anything special. I think a lot of guys could do what I'm doing currently. I really do. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I like to take enough pride in myself to think I do it better than most, but uh, some people would probably do it better than me. But as far as starting and how you start, I mean, you got to earn your guys' trust. I think that's one, earn the public's trust. And that starts years, years, years before. Whether it's, um, you know, whether you're responding to a call, I don't care if it's a simple crime report or if it's getting out, walking the beat and introducing yourself and extending your hand. And I think I think as we get older, we realize I don't care what position or what title you hold. I think it's relationships. And I just do. And, um, you know, Fabian Rivero, who used to be a you know commander in the city police, uh, him and I had lunch, you know, last week and we get together quite often. Now he's a chief just to the east of us and in Macedon and uh, he has a wealth of knowledge, you know, and I, I reach out to that and I tap that. Obviously the sheriff and I are our cohorts, but we're also friends, you know, but um, I reach out to him and sheriff's department's been awesome. Everyone has been truly great to me. You know, you mentioned chief Mears. He leads our law enforcement council. He's the president, Alan Laird for Rondequoit uh, police just took over for our, for our local group. And uh, I think that's important. Like the sheriff noted in me, there is no chief school. 
you know, right. and there's not, right. and you oh, better yes. be knowledgeable and not just talk out your butt. You know what I mean? Yeah. You oh. better be able to go and point to why the law states this. And that means research and that means educating yourself, right. surrounding yourself with the right people. And it just, it's, it's a large, large task, especially for a smaller agency. Somebody, hey, I was going to hit on it. You know, being blessed with a thousand person organization, there's a lot of talent. Right. And there's a lot of people that can do things. You get one of these smaller PDs like you guys are running. You're still responsible for everything I'm responsible for, yeah. except you got way less people to get it done. Yeah. Uh, and maybe even less, I, I wouldn't say expertise, but they just don't have the experience to develop those expertises in HR, human resources, right? Or civil yeah, service absolutely. laws. I mean, they just don't have the opportunity. They're just as bright as everybody else. But, uh, but you, at the end of the day, you still got to become accredited. You know, by New York State yeah. accreditation standards. <laughs> yeah, lovely accreditation. At the end of the day, you still got to, you know, hire right. through a civil service process. And, and uh, yeah, you're doing the exact work that a large agency is doing with, with, with less people. And it's usually falling upon those stars to get most of that done. Or like uh, Chief Long said, a couple of good lieutenants underneath you that you're oh, developing. Yeah. What a- See, that's, that's always good there when you have the staff yeah. that's with you on your team. Right. Because you get all the accolades. You know, they, they always call me is right. in the office, the, the citizens. Hey, you know, you're great. Gage PD is great. It's not me. Yeah, we don't do I'm, it. I'm the guy. I, I just signed the so check. Say it again, that, right? I mean, at the end it. of the day, we, <laughs> choreograph, guys, right. we choreograph the play. That's how I put it up here. Yeah. I, basically, I'm, I need more symbols today and tomorrow I need a little more bass drum, right? And I'm mm-hmm. choreographing a play. But if you don't have a good drummer, you don't have a good bass guitarist, you don't have it's the band. Yeah, the band's good. not going to play, you know, and uh, it, it's it so important. just along with uh, what Chief Barnes is saying, though, too, though, to it and it starts early in your career, right? And you start working and, and you get to these steps. And, and when I was sergeant and I had the opportunity to interview to become a lieutenant, I don't know, you probably remember, but I reached out to you. Yeah, we yeah, met up at, at Horton's out in uh, Spencerport. Yep. We were both off Just for the record, he bought coffee. But... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you gave me some you know, advice. And, and one of the things that you told me is just make yourself and be the leader that you want to be. And I always remember that part, you know, and, and work and don't sway from you you know yeah. don't, don't be give into this side don't right. give into that side stick by your guns you know make your and, and that's so and difficult that's, as a leader that is probably one of the most difficult things because is. there's so much pressure it doesn't matter if you're running a police department you're running a, a local nonprofit, you're running the kodak right there's always counterpoints and counterpoints and counterpoints and, and your job is to absorb as much information and make a good decision based on you mm-hmm. you know at the end of the day it's your heart that's leading and and uh and no uh, so i'll just ask you a question because i have several that you know whether they're um, mantras that I live by or, or principles I constantly fall back on when I'm having a difficult decision to make. One of them, I'll give you an example, then I'm just going to ask you what yours are. You know, I ask the question all the time when people are ask me to make a decision, right, as a leader. I always ask, how much time? How much time do I have to make this decision? Because people want you to, you're the leader, you should make a decision on the point right now mm-hmm. or else you're being a wimp or you, you can't make a decision, right? All these negative things pop in your head, but you know, I like to draw as much information and as much time. I love to sleep on things, you know, and can I get back to you on Monday? That's a great, because I'll think about it all weekend. I might even phone a few more friends and get some more information. But so that's one of the things I always fall back. One of my principles, how much time do I have to make the decision? What's your principles? Any principles you always fall back on? Maybe you learned somewhere else and stole there. Uh, you just fall back on as a guide rail that is always going to help you out. See, same situation so when i was working with uh chief jim he would come to me all the time with a question mm-hmm. uh, or a situation or what are we going to do with this what are we going to do this and we would table it right you know we, we always use that term too we're, ah, we'll, we'll talk about it on monday yeah and then it would be friday afternoon i'm mowing the lawn halfway through the lawn mow and i'm all right stop mowing i'm calling jim up on the phone hey i'm mowing my lawn it just hit right? me let's do a b c d <laughs> right He's like, okay, all right. And then I'd start mowing. And then about 20 minutes later, you know, now you're, you're showering up and the phone's ringing right before it. He's like, all right, I'm in my lawnmower. I'm uh, just <laughs> in my lawn. I got, 
let's do E, F, and G. And then right. it's just putting that plan together. And then when you come to on Monday, let's put all our ideas together, get a plan, and stick to right. it. And, and work together, you know, and, and support each other. And we would get uh, Dave Sapienza. He he was the other lieutenant, too, and he's the same thing. You know, he would call us and just work as that three-person team right. and then just stick by our guns. Yeah. You know, this is this is the policy we're putting out, and this is how we're going to enforce it. Time's a great element that we don't take advantage of because we're A-type personalities, and we live in law enforcement, so you got to – sometimes you got to make split-second decisions. But uh, when you got time, take it. Yes. Marnsey, what's your uh, – I think situation you dictates. I think you just touched on it, you know um, – if you have the time, why why wouldn't you take it, right? right. But uh, I think the New England Journal of Medicine years ago, I read an article and it said that truly, truly, like life altering decisions take less than five seconds. Yeah, and I think that refers to combat and other things, right? Right. But um, if you have the time, why wouldn't you ponder on it? Right. You know, and sometimes the leader you don't have the time. You know, a couple weeks sure. ago on Scottsville Road, yeah, there was no time. We didn't have the time, right? Yeah. You made decisions yeah. and you right. carried out your mission the best information right. given at that time. So, I think if you have time, why not use it? Yeah, it's yeah. a great principle. One thing about in today's world, we all know we what's going on out there. You know, you turn on the TV, you see a shooting here, you see this going on over there. And the sheriff always pushes about the co collaboration, you know, about working with other departments or whatever. I mean, tell me, what what is your thought on the importance of working with the other outlets, such as the sheriff's department uh, and you two entities together? I think if you really think about any serious critical incident, right? We, we all deal in crisis management. That's our jobs, right? We're professionals in crisis management. That's what we do. Right. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, when we're standing in front of the news cameras, the parents don't differentiate patches. They just see we wear a blue suit mm -hmm. and they want us to get it right. And it's up to us to collaborate, you know, set our egos aside, call for help, know what we know and know what we don't know and get the experts, get that subject matter expert in there, whatever it may be to get this freaking job right. That's all they want at the end of the day, right? Right. And, the, and we go back to leadership and decision-making and all that. What do you want? How do you want your mom treated, whether it's on a traffic stop or a mass shooting? You know, what 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 is the law state, right? We have to follow the law. But then how do you treat people? You treat people the way you want to be treated, right? Isn't that the golden rule? Right. Correct? And, and so on and so forth. So leadership is really pretty simple. It really is. Right. What does the law allow us or, or mandate us to do? And how do you want to be treated? That's it, period. Yeah, you, you mentioned something that, I can't talking about leadership right now. Right. And one of the best answers I have in any staff meeting, and I actually get obnoxious when someone gives it to me, it was like, when they say, I don't know, I absolutely adore that answer. Right. So you're in a staff meeting, you're asking questions and someone says, I don't know, instead of making BS up and then right. we react to BS, whether it's a budget constraint or an HR decision or mm -hmm. a tactical decision, like the Scottsville road the other day in the, in the uh, active shooter scenario we had, um, you know, I don't know is a great answer. Is that building been cleared? I don't know. Perfect answer. Yeah. I think it's been cleared is, is worthless to us. And we, we're going to make bad decisions based on, I think so. Yeah. You got to back up that statement. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> or we go the wrong way because it was an, I think statement and no one has the gall to say, I don't know. That's a tough thing for an American, hmm. <laughs> you know, especially in law enforcement hmm. to say to other people, like, I don't know. You, you know, it's a perfect answer in leadership. Yeah, and the, and the, the collaboration between the agencies, we use the sheriff's office so much um, in, in gates one on the road patrol aspect when we're getting busy and we're getting, you know, Gates gets rolling pretty good some days. Uh, we're borrowing C-Zone cars all the time. I know I know they probably don't like uh, <laughs> getting bothered coming in and helping us out, but, you know, it's it's one team. We got to we gotta work in, and collaborate. Um, last year we had the homicide on Buell Road. Yeah. A uh, gentleman was shot in the middle of the roadway, and it was within three hours. I get back to the town hall, and we're having a briefing because the targets in this had been all over this county, city, other counties. And I walk into a room and there's the sheriffs, state police, 
FBI, wow. AT, everybody yeah, no that way. had any stake in this around it, quite Ogden. And it was one team that came in and people just started shouting, this is what I got, this this car, this plate, we think it's this plate. And it just snowballed into, within three days, we had two people in custody. So I see it, what you did there, Chief. The one team thing. I see what you brought up. <laughs> that, that was absolutely that perfect. That was the sheriff's level. I was trying to know. The one team. <laughs> That's a good segue. I got that. <laughs> I, got, I got goosebumps. What can I say? That was good. Let me ask you, but, what, what do you guys enjoy most about your careers, though? And mo for me personally, I, and, you know, this will be the, the cliche, but I, I really do like seeing the people in Gates where I grew up, my community, um, happy. You know, when when you've done a good job or you go to these little fairs or festivals, like, you know, probably at Canal Days, you probably heard a thousand people come up to you and say, you guys do an amazing job. Oh, yeah. You know, we go to these events in the school or um, you're walking through Wegmans and when I go get lunch or something and, and someone just comes up and says, hey, you know, we really appreciate you. Or last week this happened and your guys really did a good job. Or uh, one, one of my lieutenants yesterday, actually, um, somebody walked up to him and said, hey, you arrested me about five years ago for DWI. <laughs> Thanks, huh? Yeah, and he's like, oh, my gosh, you know. But he's like, hey, I've changed my life around. Right. I got help. I'm right. not drinking anymore, right. you know. So to me, that's 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 it right there. I, I love that aspect. And I know it, it sounds like a cheap way or a cheap answer to your question, but for me, that's, that's what drives me to do this every day. I like coming in and literally helping people um, and, and having them respect law enforcement and, and my officers and, and my profession. The servant mindset is, is deep ingrained in every one of us in this room. I know that. And, and also most of your officers and deputies, it's, it's just that servant. You love to serve. You know, you, you're getting paid to do your job. But it, what you just described as, as a servant leader, right? And you're serving the community and you're serving your cops. Uh, and that's uh, every time we do a podcast, I usually ask, what do you do off duty? Right. And it is right. Almost every time someone's with the Boy Scouts of America or they're teaching a local basketball camp or, you know, they're volunteering on the soccer field. And they never even played soccer, but they're just volunteering on the soccer field. Uh, every every cop. It's amazing. You know, we don't come in this. You come in this job because you want to serve. Um, let's just change channels real quick, if you will. Uh, future plans. Just um, the audience is going <laughs> to guess what I'm speaking about right here. We asked for a resume, and the future plans on this resume says heaven. Well, that's a good one. I, I can concur with that one. Yeah, I can give it that. <laughs> cage diving. Cage diving. I don't like cage. I don't like that. Think sir. Is? No. I think it's cage diving underwater. Unless and then it's a kiddie pool. And then sea sea turtle births. Sea turtle births. <laughs> What, what chief of police do you think we're describing? Hold on. What a way to say, yeah. Oh, the deep, dark voice just came I out here. Let me explain. So, Amy Young, all right, <laughs> who works here at the sheriff's department, kept emailing me about a bio and all that. And I said, Amy, let's just wing it. I said, actually, I want to interview the sheriff. I got a few questions. Oh, here we go. And the people want answers, okay? She wouldn't, want let, answers. she wouldn't let me interview you. So she mandated that I sent her some future plans and some hobbies and stuff like future that. So plans. my future one, plans were heaven, right? Baja, because I would like to return to Baja. What? At one point. And uh, I've, been, I've been telling Mary you're, you're not going back. You just put that on no, the No, it's we. Okay. We, we, how you roll down the mountain. We <laughs> roll down the mountain. The funny thing is there was a meeting uh, about a month ago, and I run into the chief here. And I said, hey, we're going to do this podcast together. I sent her my bio. And he said exactly all of this yeah. to me. He said, I just emailed her back, said, we're going to wing oh, it. I'm going to interview the sheriff. You're such a difficult And person. then about 30 minutes later, we all started talking about Baja racing. And he was saying that you're the one that pulled out. So I, I don't know what's going oh, on Oh, my here. God. Oh, what I said is, oh my God. it's usually no, about now, June, July, that I get a call from the sheriff saying, 
hey, are we going to do this again, Barnsley? And I'm like, well, I wasn't planning on it, but maybe we can. So, so we're live on the air, right, Mateo? We live, we live on the air. <laughs> not live. Oh. <laughs> this is a tape. So wait, is this a thing that's so we can mute that out? <laughs> I think the objective of Baja was complete. The yep. one thousand, right? It, it the, is, the, yeah. Right. Yeah, but we're so close. I got to the T-shirt. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Third place this year. Two more places we I win. Got blisters you know I mean? on my feet from our car race, man. <laughs> oh, yo, dehydrated, God. delirious, rolled down mountains. I'm like, yeah. yeah, we're so close. So, so I think your next adventure, though, is hot air balloon around the world. Yeah, there you go. Something yeah. else. That's awesome. That's, uh, but, but, uh, I also wanted to ask yeah. you too I, yeah, about I, sea turtles. I, I hope you're <laughs> sea turtles. That is interesting. What are you laughing about? Are those the big ones that are like 400 pounds? Honestly, um, I'm, not I'm a diver. I've been to a lot of cool places around the world, and, and uh, I've dived a lot of places. But the sea turtle thing, I just always wanted to do it since I was a kid. I don't know. When I retire, I think I'm going to find one of the beaches I'll research, and I'd like to see that. You know, so that's a serious thing. Everyone laughing at it. And the cage diving, um, you know, white sharks. I've always wanted. I've never dove with white sharks. I've dove with other sharks, and uh, whites are something I'd like to do. So obviously, I'd like to do it within a cage first. So that's one of the things. That's the cage part of this you're talking that's about? That's the cage diving. Then you're going to poke him in the nose. <laughs> I got a retired lieutenant who's a diver, and he sends all the pictures of the, the lobsters. And next thing you know, there's a shark over him in Florida. Yeah. And you guys are crazy for doing that, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you remember not at the beginning of the show. We had, He came on. He says, you know, I'm Chief Matt Barnes. And he said a couple other things, and that was it. Right. Now, we look at his that, bio, yeah. his previous jobs from a, being a young lad out there. <laughs> this guy. Let me go through this real Chief quick. Long I, we need a highlight on these. I, I don't know if Chief Barnes had, maybe he got fired he every 30 days. But <laughs> don't, don't even read it. <laughs> he went from a plumbing store warehouse to a painter, it's a, true a driver. Story. That's in, in order from uh, Young Dole. Those are all true stories. I'll run them down. What was the first job? Uh, well, if worm you're going minnow salesman, okay. worm and minnow salesman, I used to collect night crawlers as a, a kid. A lot of people do lemonade on the side of the road. You're doing worms no. and night crawlers. <laughs> <laughs> farm seed salesman, true story. I used to sell farm packets to the neighbor for their gardens, and then uh, you could uh, get fishing rods and fishing tackle and stuff sent to you if you sold X amount of seeds. So we, um, we do have one commonality in there, though. Paper boy, uh, I, I did deliver the yeah. Times Union. I delivered the Times Union. I and then the DNC. Yeah. Yeah, I delivered the DNC. Days, so. Did you? Yeah. But yeah. the Times Union. Did you ever deliver my... the newspaper? Oh yeah. Yeah, we all did. So the bicycle it. with the bag on, on it. My arm too. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I got paper boy down there um, collecting, collecting with the three dollar tabs that you get your. Remember that? Yeah. Get the tips. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all true. True. True Holy jobs that I've had. Smoke, that, that's amazing. It's from that, Neat. from worm. This is great. From worm and mineral salesman <laughs> yeah, to, to chief of police. Giving birth. I mean, it, this guy's amazing. Yeah. Man. So <laughs> now you know. Every time I see his wife, I just look plumbing at her. Store warehouse. I, uh, pure amazement. I worked a plumbing uh, warehouse when uh, when I got out of the army and I was going to college to uh, so I could get gas money to go to school. I mean, true story. Can't make this up. So Chief Long, you got to beat the worm salesman thing. I know we all deliver newspapers. <laughs> I I got nothing. Nothing. I, uh, Worm, worm sales. I did paper boy and pizza boy. That's oh, what pizzas? That's it. Pantillos. Oh, I, I worked go. for Pantillos for almost go. ten years. So I don't know if you know the under sheriff is literally addicted to pizza. Oh, that's I mean, awesome. It's a, it's. Oh, he'll, he'll, he'll make a, up, he'll be right? driving and make a left hand turn as soon as he sees pizza. It's, <laughs> I didn't. It's notice. a reflexive thing. <laughs> so he can't resist. He can't stop. So if you ever want to just just do it, bust his chops or make him just bring a pizza into a meeting. Watch, <laughs> watch the meeting change. <laughs> you can't stop. So I don't know if Barnsley remembers this or not, but we were teaching uh, an in-service quite a few years back. You did an amazing in-service on this is the, the uh, cover the, one, the bullet trajectory, yeah, and you guys great. shot the pool and all that stuff. Covered concealment. So you did your part. I did my part. Well, the guy never showed up to do. I, I can't remember whatever segment it was. 
So we're both, the two instructors left the room and we both looked at each other. And what did we teach? I can't remember. I I don't even remember which one it was, but I I remember you looked at me and you're like, you got this right. And I'm looking at you and I said, you got this right. (laughs) So we opened up the packet, which wasn't even the right information. I think we played a video and we were like, see you guys. See you guys. And at the end, and now we're both chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, we've looked like well, a that, bunch of that, yahoos that's, that day. That's started your career right there. Yeah, they're right there. I can't yeah. believe it. So just uh, how important well, you you were a sergeant then when you did the uh, ballistic capabilities. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, again, leadership. That that was Fairport PD sergeant teaching every cop in Monroe County mm-hmm. a real real class on covering concealment. We all learned covering concealment in the academy and all that, but they actually went out and and shot with the three weapon systems that we use in, in, in law enforcement at that time. And shot everything that we trained to hide behind, right? Wow. Absolutely. Patrol yeah, car doors, telephone awesome. poles, which Tiz, you and I don't fit too well behind. That's, right? Right. But That's we, true. We teach in the academy. Yeah. Hide behind a telephone pole. Yeah. Uh, the old mailboxes, we don't use yeah. those anymore, right? And uh, But the best one, and I teach it all the time, I still use it, is is water. You know, yeah. a pool. And I think you got Serge's pool and you went out and you shot. got a good memory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Went out and shot Serge's pool with, yeah. with uh, slug and buckshot and rifle oh, rounds. Wow. And, yeah. But it had the best ballistic capability of almost Three all feet. the things. Yeah. So and honestly, not just to butter him up because he's sitting right next to me. Um, Do but, say more. Go ahead. <laughs> Do and, say uh, more. <laughs> teaching my part of that, I had seven or eight teaching days right. and watched his video every, every one of those because you picked up something else yeah. from the video and, you know, the trajectory. I would, me, I never really thought about hiding behind a pool is better than a tree right. or, you know, and that's. We didn't they, know. That's what we yeah, did. They went out and that, I think that's what you started it yeah. off with. You said you didn't know what your results were going to be. No, no just You just it. filmed a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Yeah. To, it was a great class. Know, we, we shot this, that, and this. and Lack of knowledge. And right? uh, in that whole yeah. water deflection thing, we found that out with some crossbows trying to shoot carp down on Canandaigua Lake one night, too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, actually go ahead and tell about that. <laughs> that is a difficult test. It's three feet away from me. I so can't. let me point something out, yeah. too. Uh, there's uh, a local it's, guy. We're almost over here. Oh, I'm sorry. Were you going to do something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are going to tell a war story about me shooting. No. All right. It's a local guy, Jamie Linder. Oh, uh, gotcha. Owns gotcha. Carnage Outdoors, and he does bow uh, fishing trips and amongst other things like duck hunting stuff. But he does a law enforcement appreciating, appreciation yeah. hunt every year, and it's next Friday, That's as you know. And yep. He's a great guy, and he uh, really, really supports law enforcement. But that's that's where the sheriff and I were out on his boat. Yeah, it was humbling. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. really humbling. It was very humbling. So we finished up this program on a no Miranda zone. No Miranda means you don't have a right to remain <laughs> silent, right? Oh, You're no. familiar with Miranda. But the, so I'm the sheriff. I get to ask questions. We'll start out pretty simple. You know, I think that's him pulling rank. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. <laughs> so Chief uh, Long, if you're going to binge watch the TV program, what are you binge watching? Oh, right now we are doing Stranger Things. Coming, catching back up on the Stranger Things I'm episode. Not with that one. Oh, you got to watch Stranger Things. It's on yeah. Netflix. Uh, it's semi-appropriate to have my 11-year-old watch with oh, us. Oh, okay. So, um, he's, he's deep into it, and uh, we love it. So, Chief Barnes? <laughs> Don't tap to the <laughs> <laughs> Watch so. what he has to say. <laughs> Get, I'm, get the mute button ready. Uh, Real Housewives of LA. <laughs> no, I'm not a huge TV guy. I'm really not. Um, he doesn't drink coffee either. People, I don't drink coffee. Either. The only cop in Monroe County. But uh, I'm a big Yellowstone guy and a oh, big, yeah, yeah and I'm a big uh, Oak Island guy, uh, Treasure of Oak Island. Yeah. So if you're not familiar, it's been going on like 11 seasons. It's fascinating. Well, but, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm waiting for him to find the treasure, though. It's this year, Chief. It's this year. Well, that was this year, year 10 years ago. I know. So. <laughs> Wait, they've been on a treasure hunt for 11 years and you guys still watch the show? They've been on yeah, a treasure they hunt for found the treasure? years. Really? For 200 years. Sure, they, like they, year. they reel you in every episode because they find some other little piece and you're like, I got to watch the next I, one. Are you they got I got to watch it. Yeah. Wow. It's addicting. Name, name one adventure you haven't taken yet. We'll start with you, Chief Long. Oh, hmm. so this, this is my retirement plan. So my adventure when I retire, because I haven't seen 
this great country that we've been in as much as other people. Right. Uh, I want to rent one of those little RVs and just go, you know, take three weeks and go. No plan. I like that. Jump in. I don't even know if I want to go north first or south or whatever and see these places that you guys have been to. great country. Down where the the Baja races are down and just – yeah, driving across America with Matt Barnes for three days. Yeah. I don't know if I'd I'm go good with my no I'm good with my car. Hill in the middle, middle of the Mojave <laughs> We found <Desert>. it. <laughs> <laughs> we found it. So yes, we did. Other, it's a other places I'd like to see. You know, Mount Rushmore and the Grand Canyon and all these things that you learn about. Right. I have yeah. never seen them. That's beautiful. How about Drive. you, Chief Barnes? I would like to go live in like each city for like three months. I'm kidding. This You're is a share my idea. I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, are you serious? That's the sheriff's uh, plan when he retires. Man. If you guys don't know, um, you do listen. <laughs> I I don't you know. I'd like to. I'd like to see some more parts of this country. You know, I love this. Yeah. I love this country more than anything, and uh, I think it's the most amazing thing. You know, we've had the opportunity to go out west. You know, my wife and I have you, you go out west, and uh, out west is amazing. If you've never been, you need to. Right. Rent a car and drive it because there's this country is amazing. So I'd like to see Australia, and that's that's about it as far as traveling. Plain or peanut? <laughs> M and M's. Oh, I was <laughs> peanut M and M's. Absolutely. Peanut? Okay. You can't gotta get protein go in there, right? Yeah, peanut. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're gonna you eat chocolate. Get protein. Right? Actually, almond if they have them still, but almond peanut M and M's. They used to have almond M and M's with the almonds inside. Never heard that before. Yeah. During a like, you know, tan bag. You know what I'm doing for lunch now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well folks that wraps up our show i so appreciate the uh, two chiefs joining us tis it's been a great show oh, yeah getting to know them a little bit better hopefully people appreciate who's chief in their towns if you're from the respective areas but more important i think the collaboration in Monroe county between all entities the one team concept is truly in play here um and if anybody's looking for sea turtles or you know baja or anything like that but on a serious note chiefs uh thanks for joining us i know you i know your family i know your character uh you guys are just great additions to to our command staff, and we're so happy to have you, you. As, a, as a law enforcement community. Thank you. Seriously, Absolutely. thank you. Till next week, folks, be safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of MCSO Behind the Badge. In between episodes, please be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Monroe Sheriff NY. Until next week, be safe. <laughs>